I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Are you caring for an aging parent? Are you searching for answers? Welcome to Senior Care Live, a program dedicated to you, providing information, education, and resources, helping you become the best caregiver you can be. I'm your host, Steve Keeker. Hello and welcome to Senior Care Live. I'm Steve Keeker, President of Senior Care Consulting. Thanks for listening today. I really appreciate it. Thousands of people tune into Senior Care Live to learn about information, education, and resources for seniors and their caregivers. You have made this program. Right here, Senior Care Live, the most listened to AM talk radio show in Kansas City on the weekends. And there are multiple ways that you can hear the program. You may be listening to the radio right now. You could be streaming us online or possibly listening to a podcast after the fact. But anyway about it, I just want to thank you again so much for being here today. You are appreciated. You can reach us on our toll-free number at any time. That's 1-800-331-6445. Again, one 800 or visit online at Senior Care Live. That's L I V E, SeniorCareLive.com. And without further delay, we'd like to introduce Mr. David Wiley. He's the president and CEO of just a fantastic organization here in town, Kansas City Hospice and Palliative Care. And uh, David, welcome to Senior Care Live. Thanks, Steve. Glad to be here and excited about. Uh, talking with you today. Absolutely. Absolutely. So let's, uh, uh, first of all, let me just, uh, uh give, uh, the, uh, the contact information, uh, for those listening. You want to, you want to write this down because we're going to get into a lot of good hospice information today. Uh, but if you'd like to reach out to Kansas City Hospice and Palliative Care, it's 816-363-2600 or online at kchospice.org. So, all right, David. So, um, I understand we, we have something uh, in common. Unfortunately, we we both had a personal experience uh, with uh, using a, a hospice service. Uh, the, but the hospice service was the the real positive side of things. Uh, tell us your story. Sure. Um, you know, Steve, uh, I've had two two deaths in my family personally. My both my parents. Okay. And they've uh, really shaped a bit about how um, I have thought about. Um, hospice care and end of life care. And so, um, it's really been a real jump off point for me to, uh, be part of this wonderful organization. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, uh, you had mentioned kind of off mic that when your father passed, you were, you were pretty young and that you didn't have a hospice service, uh, involved. Uh, but with your mother is a different story. Correct. Yeah. My, uh, my dad died at home. Uh, when I was just 19 years old, that's, and that's young. It, it, it's <laughs> for, young for you, for 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 the kids. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's young. It uh, forced me to grow up quickly. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, yeah. But also, um, it was it allowed me to experience you know death in a different way compared to my mom. Um, she died uh, actually at the Kansas City Hospice House. Oh, okay. Yep. In the in the fall of uh, 2011, and um, frankly, it was uh, an incredible experience. 
So now, uh, okay, so I'm, I'm probably jumping ahead. I know you're, we're wanting to cover a lot of information. Sure. Uh, but so let's talk about hospice and, and where, so you mentioned the hospice house. Uh, but so is, is hospice at your hospice house or can hospice services be provided at other locations anywhere you're at? Sure. You know, we um, offer hospice uh, care anywhere that you call home, whether that's in a house, um, in an apartment, uh, or in a skilled nursing facility or an assisted living facility. So okay. wherever um, individuals call their home, we pr- can provide um, hospice and end-of-life care. And so Kansas City Hospice can go to where you are, wherever that may be, where where you call home uh, and deliver those services, as well as the hospice house. And uh, where is your uh, where's the hospice KC Hospice House located? Um, the Kansas City Hospice House is located at 120th and Warnell Road. Okay. And so we service, um, you know, southern Kansas City um, from that location in terms with those are with patients that, you know, ha- have a high intensity need at the end of life. We also have a, a hospice house in North Kansas City Hospital called oh. the North Care Hospice House. Oh, okay. All right. And that's in the hospital? It's inside the hospital. Yep. On the second floor. And uh, it's a beautiful setting also for we, we serve people in the Northland there. Okay. All right. Very good. And I have heard nothing but great, great, uh, positive comments. Uh, and, and look, it's a tough time. Uh, but I've, I've known a lot of people who have experienced the death of a loved one, loved one, and they were at the Kansas City Hospice House and they, they cannot, they're just overboard with, complimentary uh, uh, comments about you know, staff and just just how wonderful of an, uh, they made a really difficult experience uh, but it, it was also a beautiful experience just because of the support and the love from the staff there thank you steve you know it is a unique setting um that allows us to care for people um and i would agree with you just from a personal experience the staff are amazing there um they're very focused um not only on the patient but on the family to ensure that that is uh, an incredible experience. We've been open there. We were the first hospice house that opened uh, in 2006, mm-hmm. and we've actually cared for about 12,000 people during oh that time period. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Wow. It's incredible. Wow, that is incredible. Now, in some of our past discussions, you've mentioned a, a good death, right, quote, unquote. What do you mean by that? You know, I think a good death is is when, a, when it's on a, a person's own terms, mm-hmm. um, free of distress, pain-free, um, you know, in a dignified uh, manner that's supported during that journey. Um, and in most, most cases, you know, it's obviously a very unique experience based on that person and their life experiences. Um, but most people obviously want to be at peace. Um, some people want to forgive. Some people want to be forgiven and really have a chance to be loved and also express their love um, for those that are important to them. That you, you said a lot <laughs> right there. Uh, w- one of the things that you mentioned about forgive and be forgiven mm-hmm. rem- uh, just reminded me of just a really powerful uh, testimony from from my church this last weekend uh, where uh, a young man grew up in a home and his dad was uh, particularly uh, abusive and, and it, it was a, it was rough. Wow. Uh, and uh, but later on, he said, you know, I, I forgiveness isn't a one time thing. It's this is a process. And uh, I'm getting I'm getting goosebumps telling this story. But uh, but he, he said, I, I so I just decided to think, you know what, though, there were some positive things. And I, I put him in a letter mm. and I sent him to my dad and his dad received it and said he didn't feel worthy of that. But 
that he he really appreciated that and really started that healing process. His dad's not doing well, so uh, just that that's something that's just huge at that end of life uh, at that end of life that uh, is is really freeing and liberating, like you said. Death on your own terms. Absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, so how would you describe the work that you do? Well, you know, it's not easy to describe, um, but basically we do three things, and we've touched on it first. You know, we assist people who are, are going through the dying process, um, helping them find their best way of dying. Um, and this means that we're managing their symptoms during that time period so that they're not in pain, um, and they really can focus on every aspect of living um, and, and during the, the, the amount of time that they have left. Um, and it's also important to know that we help the people that are, um, you know, that are around meant help the people in, in their last months of life. Uh-huh. A lot of times people feel like, you know, hospice is just remaining days, but we hear from people over and over again that they come onto our service um, and they really wish that they had come on sooner because they're surrounded by, incredible support um and it it allows their loved ones to get the most benefit from our care all right all right and i'll tell you you said another thing that hit home yeah. for me uh, with uh, with my dad. Uh, he died in '97, esophageal cancer, mm. and that was uh, something. It was kind of before you know Prevacid and, and the whole awareness of esophageal uh, issues, but due to acid reflux and everything. But uh, um, we we were there for dad. We did everything that we could, and then we called hospice kind of toward the end uh, of his journey. And, um, I didn't, frankly, I didn't really understand it. And I, I realized too late that I, I wish we would have called a lot sooner right? because the support was just tremendous. Great. And, and that, again, that we hear that over and over from, yep. from families <laughs> because, um, you know, we, we help them care for patients, but, uh, or their loved ones, but, um, you know, it allows them to really get prepared and to understand, you know, what's life going to be like. Um, after the death, and that's an important part of of the the grieving process uh, um, and the bereavement process. So we want to help people be prepared. And I I don't think that families realize how much support is there. Obviously, for the individual who is is in 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 that journey in in that end of life uh, phase or period, I, I don't think families understand how much support is available for the family unit and all the caregivers and the spouse and the siblings and the extended family, uh, just tremendous amount of, of support. So when you think of hospice services, it's not only for that individual, it's for that entire family. And if you want to reach out to what, in my opinion, is, is the best hospice and palliative care organization, uh, definitely reach out to Kansas City Hospice and palliative care. And if, if, if you don't need this right now, or if you're thinking about it, or if you just wonder if you qualify, just write this phone number down, 816-363-2600. That's Kansas City Hospice and Palliative Care, 816 816- Three six three two six zero zero. You can also go online at kchospice.org. That's kchospice.org. And uh, David, right after the break, uh, let's uh, let's continue our conversation. That sounds great. All right, but first, let's not forget about the Senior Care Live question of the week. And uh, this one, I think, is going to surprise some folks. How many hospice providers are there? 
available in the Kansas City area? A, 12, B, 18, C, 28, or D, 36? What's your answer? I'll have the answer right after the break. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, call now, toll-free, 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by, 1-800-331-6445. I'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information about the services offered on this program and how we can help you and your family, be sure to call us on our toll-free number at any time. That's 1-800-331-6445. Again, 1-800-331-6445. Don't forget, you can stream this program to any electronic device. Very easy. Go to SeniorCareLive.com. Click on the big microphone uh, right there on the homepage or the Listen Live button. Give it a few seconds to connect, and you are in. It'll stream straight to your phone, your tablet, your computer, whatever you have, and it is really that simple. All right, back to the Senior Care Live question of the week. How many hospice providers are there in the Kansas City area? So how many hospice providers are there available to choose from? So we have A, 12, B, 19, C, 28, or D, 36. And the answer is... D. The answer is D. There are 36 hospice providers to choose from. But David, uh, we were talking off mic and you had kind of an interesting concept about the word hospice. Sure. Um, you know, hospice, uh, it's, um, in terms of the number of hospices in Kansas City. Yeah. You know, 36, uh, it's a, it's a significant number because sometimes when people tell me that, that, that they love hospice and they were thankful that, their parent or, or uh, loved one was cared for. Um, they, I'll ask. So, what? Which hospice did you use? And they'll yeah. say, "Well, I used hospice. I used hospice. I used- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah." So, um, actually, um, a lot of people don't realize that there's so many in the community. Yep. Absolutely, absolutely. And again, if, if this is hitting home, if this is uh, resonating uh, with with you, our listeners, uh, I would encourage you, strongly encourage you, just reach out uh, to David Wiley and his just his wonderful team. Uh, I'm speaking with David Wiley. He's the president and CEO of Kansas City Hospice and Palliative Care. You can reach David or someone on his team there. And it's a great organization, 816-363-2600 or online at kchospice.com. Org. And uh, so, David, in your title, it's hospice and palliative care. Uh, what is the difference between hospice and palliative care? It's a great question, Steve, because we are hearing the term palliative care yeah. more frequently, um, not only locally, but but nationally. So to palliate means to make comfortable by treating a person's you know symptoms from an illness. And the goals of palliative care are really to improve the quality of life of, of serious ill people um, and to support that person and their family during treatment. The, the important part, I think, from a broad terms per- perspective is that palliative medicine is really appropriate for patients in all disease stages. So regardless of where you are, you may be, you know, seeking curative treatment and pursuing aggressive treatment. Mm-hmm. Um, that comfort care 
um, can be applied really to any any stage of an illness. Okay. All right. All right. Very good. Um, so with, and I'll guarantee you, we caught some folks off guard. 36 hospice providers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that, that's a lot. I mean, it's, it's not that big of a city. <laughs> what, it's not two million, two and a half million. And now this, this broadcast, I, I would say it goes to the extended metro area. So it covers quite a few more than that. But, but you know, that's a lot of hospice providers. So how do you find uh, a good hospice program, the right hospice program, uh, for y- your own personal and unique situation? Yeah. I think it's an important question. You know, many times, um, uh, People um, and their families are referred to hospice through their physician, yep. um, but also they know people, uh, maybe friends or other family members, and, and so people are making recommendations to others. Um, but, you know, with 36 providers in the city, it's actually, um, there's a lot to, to look at and choose from. Um, so, you know, on our website, we have a, a, a variety of different links. Uh, one of the links that we provide on our website is actually an article um, in consumer reports that, okay. that talks about, mm-hmm. um, what is a, a guy, it's a guide to end of life and they provide six things, uh, to about finding the right hospice for you. Okay. So one of them is, um, is it a nonprofit hospice and do they have more than 20 years of experience? Okay. And so I think what that really gets to is the motives behind the organization and, um, you know, are they nonprofit or are they for profit? Uh, and so why are they in business? And it also speaks, of course, to their level of experience. Um, Kansas City Hospice is KC's original hospice. Um, we are a leader in end of life care and uh, we've been doing this for 38 years. So that's and, a long time. Yeah. <laughs> 38 years. And, and while that says a lot, I think the key is that, um, we've really been an innovator in the region. Perfect. Perfect. And then number two, uh, our uh, hospice physicians on staff. Yeah. I, I think that also speaks to the, indicator of the size of the program and and honestly the depth of the experience um so for example at Kansas City Hospice and Palliative Care we do employ physicians that are board certified in hospice and palliative medicine um you know they're experts in the field they're they're dedicated to working with our teams they're they work with the community and um they also they're committed to not only patients but their families and and we do have physicians that are available 24 hours a day Okay, and then is the hospice Medicare certified? You know, being Medicare certified means that um, we're required to follow um, strict Medicare guidelines and regulations and the rules, which is important to ensure that we're maintaining the highest level of standards. Um, but this is important because if if the person is coming on is planning to use their Medicare or their Medicaid benefit, um, and Kansas City Hospice, we've been certified since 1984. All right. All right. Excellent. And then palliative care, uh, palliative, that's a hard word to say. <laughs> it is. Uh, uh, palliative care consultants who can begin care if you're not yet ready for hospice. Yeah. We just described, you know, the definition of palliative care, but, um, before people are ready for hospice or they elect hospice, they may need some additional support and care kind of navigating uh, what's going on. We have a couple programs that, that fall under that. Um, they're not hospice. They're, they're palliative care. One's called advanced illness support, and the other is um, a palliative home health model. And it really doesn't – these programs don't replace your doctors um, or your treatments that you're already doing. It's just an extra layer of care. And I think um, having something upstream from hospice can be real helpful. 
Okay, and then your ability to provide care in nursing homes and assisted living communities? Yeah, we just need to be able to provide care uh, and, and receive care wherever we live. All right, and then the last uh, point uh, from the Consumer Reports Guide, which is, I, I think, a great list of six, uh, an inpatient unit where patients can go if symptoms can't be managed at home. And I, I, that's, that's, I think, a real critical piece here. It is a critical piece because it, it can be a difficult process. Um, and Kansas City Hospice, we have two hospice houses, the Kansas City Hospice House um, that's in South Kansas City. Mm-hmm. And then the North Care Hospice House located inside North Kansas City Hospital. And these, um, these plate locations are really, um, patients that need an extra level of care and support. And we can achieve that, um, support in these two hospice houses. Excellent. Excellent. David Wiley, President and CEO of Kansas City Hospice and Palliative Care. And, uh, uh David, go ahead and give us your, uh, your contact information again. Sure. Our phone number is 816-363-2600 or online at kchospice.org. All right. And I know you have a number of fundraising events throughout the year and uh, some specific programs. So I, I can't wait to uh, have you back on the program uh, uh, in the in the, the coming months. And uh, we're going to partner up together for some continuing education events. We'll have a whole lot more to talk about. I think our first one's coming up in November. So. Absolutely. We're looking forward to that. November event and uh, education event, and we're looking forward to partnering with you. All right. Thanks for being here today, David. Thank you, Steve. All right. I'll have more right after the break. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, call now, toll free, 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by, 1-800-331-6445. I'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information about the services offered on this program and how we can help you and your family, call our toll-free number at any time. That's 1-800-331-6445. 1-800-331-6445. And don't forget, if you ever miss an episode of Senior Care Live, maybe you want to share the program with a friend or someone else. Uh, maybe you want to just go back and and uh, and listen to it again. No worries at all. That's exactly what a podcast is for. So go to SeniorCareLive.com. We have the podcast tab, and that's where you'll find all of the previously aired episodes. And I've learned from several listeners, they said, hey, I subscribe to your podcast broadcast. And uh, uh, so it's, it's basically a subscription. And every time a new one comes up, uh, then it's available for them. And they said that they listen to the program driving to and from work. And that's how they're able to kind of multitask and get their, uh, their information in. And, uh, and so that's, uh, that's a pretty cool use of that if you can't, uh, tune in, uh, Saturdays at 11. So feel free and help yourself to do, uh, with, uh, uh with the podcasts as you wish. I'd just like to uh, thank again uh, my special guest today, Mr. David Wiley. Again, he's the president and CEO of Kansas City Hospice and Palliative Care. And uh, first of all, what a great guy and what a great organization. Uh, you heard it. You heard it from him. Kansas City Hospice is the uh, Kansas City's original hospice provider. Uh, been around for a very... 
30 some years. They say 36, 38 years, uh, a very long time. They also have the Kansas City Hospice House, uh, on uh, Warnall and then now one up uh, north. And, um, I'll tell you what, the Kansas City Hospice House, that's a very, very special place. I've heard from personal friends of mine how it's such a, it's a, a difficult, to say it's a difficult situation is, is the understatement of the century. Uh, but they said that they just made uh, just a really, really tough time of the, in their lives. Just, just actually, Joyful and, and, and a blessing, if you can believe that. Uh, they said they just made it so much better than if they, if they wouldn't have been there. So, uh, definitely reach out to Kansas City Hospice and Palliative Care, 816-363-2600 or online at kchospice.org. And, uh, and they do have, uh, you know, the information on their website. It's great information, tons of information there, uh, on the website, you know, how to choose the right Hospice provider, holy cow, 36 hospice providers in the KC metro area. I'll tell you what, you can just skip all that and call my friends at, at KC Hospice and Palliative Care, and they'll do a great job. Don't make the mistake, the mistake that myself and my family made with my dad. I, I wish we would have referred to hospice much, much sooner than we did. Uh, so uh, hospice is about uh, it, living a, a, your life to the highest quality of life possible uh, and, and get the most out of your life. Uh, and, and so uh, it's just uh, and it's wonderful support for the entire family. I just can't. I could go on and talking about this for days. But uh, Kansas City Hospice and Palliative Care, 816-363-2600. All right, so all summer long, I have had so many people approach me in person, uh, ask me in the public presentations that I make. I make, I just made a, a great presentation to a, to a great uh, a group of uh, gentlemen uh, this past week and uh, just really, really well received. Uh, about a month ago, uh, I made a, a presentation for a, a couple of hundred uh, uh, staff and and executives and employees at a large uh, uh, you know, major corporation here in Kansas City. So, I, I, but I've been I, I've received phone calls, emails. Steve, when should we consider moving mom into a senior care community? When we're we're really struggling at home with my dad. We're doing our very best, but I, I think we're losing the battle, and I think it's time to start thinking about that. But I don't know when should you think about moving. We don't want to move too soon. We don't want to move too late. We're trying to get this right. Uh, and I'll tell you, that's uh, by far and away the number one question that I have had over the last almost 16 years with Senior Care Consulting. When do you make the move? Now, sometimes... It's pretty obvious. You know, there's an accident, something happened unexpectedly, or, or it's just really, really obvious. But more often than not, way more often than not, it's it's just it's uh it's not apparently obvious. So I always say, err on the side of moving too soon. So if you can be proactive and move a little sooner than you think you might need to move, uh, I would much rather be on that side of it than. Oh wow, we should have moved months ago. Let we we need to get this done uh because uh, a, a lot of damage could occur, harm could occur, uh safety issues, etc. So uh so be proactive if at all possible. I'm working with a lot of clients right now who are being proactive. Steve, we're not in a crisis situation. We listen to your program every week. 
We hear you loudly and clearly when you say, get out ahead of this. Uh, we can see that uh, our ability uh, to help uh, our mom or our dad uh, is uh, is really uh, coming to an end here. And we're not able to keep up or uh, uh, we, uh, we're getting really worn out. We're, I've heard this many times, Steve. I'm no spring chicken. <laughs> right? I, I'm getting tired. There, there is a limit to my, my capabilities here, and I know I'm getting there. So we want to just be out ahead of this. We want to research the market. We want to work with senior care consulting, and we want to know our options. If there's a waiting list at some of the best places for us, we have the luxury of being able to wait out a wait list. And I, I'm working with the family right now, and they said if a place is available, uh, say in uh, you know October, November, where we could kind of get moved in a little ahead of the holidays, that's great. If not, no worries at all. We'll just uh, we'll hunker down over the winter and uh, we'll move mom in the springtime. So we have that flexibility. If you can do something like that, that's an ideal situation. If if something occurred unexpectedly and you have to move quickly, we can help you with that as well. But if you if you want help, if you want to know more about senior care consulting and the placement services that we offer, uh, just give me a call at nine one three nine four five twenty eight hundred. That's nine one three nine four five. Two eight zero zero. You can also go online at seniorcareconsulting.com uh, to learn more about uh, our, our services. But so let me answer the question: When to consider moving from your home to a senior care community? And uh, I think there are some things that should trigger that conversation. And number one, when it is no longer safe to live at home. So there, there's a safety issue. And the safety issues can come in, in many different forms. Uh, some pretty obvious, some not as obvious as you might think. Uh, so, uh, I always remember one of my very first clients way, way, this is reaching way back in like 2003. Her mother had fallen victim to financial abuse and, uh, there was some, uh, some bad person going through, uh, some of the neighborhoods, some of the streets, uh, in areas over in the Prairie Village area. It was after a storm. Some limbs were down, that sort of thing, and knocked on her door. Ma'am, you know, your, your roof was damaged in the storm. That was quite a storm. Oh, yes, it was. And, uh, me and my boys will be here working on a lot of the roofs of your neighbors. And, uh, if you'd like, we can, we can work yours in as well. And, and got her all flustered and she had memory issues, very, very trusting of strangers. She wrote this guy a check for, uh, I think a couple of thousand dollars, quote unquote, for materials. And then we'll finish up and settle up, uh, when we finish. Of course, she never saw the guy again. And, uh, so f- victims of falling victim to financial abuse is a major safety issue along with financial issue. Uh, leaving your stovetop burners on. This one is, uh, maybe the most common one, uh, at least that I've heard of. Uh, it, it could be electric or gas. Uh, so I mean, you just, you can't have that again. A lot of times that will come along with cognitive impairment, but, uh, you, obviously it's a major fire issue, uh, but it's also a really easy one to take care of. So you can unplug this, the range if uh, in the oven, if, uh, if it's electric. You can flip the breaker if it's electric. You can turn the gas off uh, to the gas stove and oven if it's gas fired. So that's a pretty easy one to take care of, but it is a major safety issue. Wandering away and can't find your way back home. 
Uh, wow, this is happening more and more and more frequently. I'm on Facebook all the time. Every time I see what's called a silver alert, which is a, a missing uh, 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 elderly person who has uh, gone missing and uh, and they've they've wandered away from their home, and who knows where they are? Uh, they you know they. They may be driving to where they think is home, and they end up in another state. Uh, you, you hear all the different stories. Some of these stories uh, end tragically. Many of them end great. I mean, they end okay. Uh, they were able to find the person. But when you hear a silver, silver alert, that's what that is. Major safety issue. Uh, not taking your medications on time, or maybe not taking your medications at all, uh, that is is not uh, not right at the top of the list. Maybe a little bit hard to see, but that's uh, uh, oh, I hadn't thought about. It. But yeah, not taking your medicine uh, properly, uh, not on time, not at all. Maybe a double dose of something. That is a major major safety issue. And uh, you know, sometimes um, I have to think about some some of my medications and, and when to take them. Uh, so it's really easy to kind of mess that one up, especially when you're in your maybe seventies, you eighties, know, and nineties. Uh, injuries at home, frequent falls, uh, you know, multiple hospitalizations over the you know, recent past, all of those sort of things fall into that category of when it's no longer safe to live at home. We have some safety concerns and issues. That is the number one reason uh, that should trigger that conversation of considering moving from your home to a senior care community, maybe independent living, assisted living, long-term care, uh, may or may not involve memory care. If you have questions about that, if you're interested in learning more about senior care consulting and how to work through these issues, 913-945-2800. I'll have a whole lot more on this topic right after the break. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, call now, toll-free, 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by, 1-800-331-6445. I'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information about the services offered on this program and how we can help you and your family, be sure to reach us at our toll-free number. And you can call this number anytime, nights, weekends, uh, anytime you'd like. Real people do answer the phone. It's 1-800-331-6445. 1-800-331-6445. Uh, we've switched gears here. We're talking about when to consider moving from your home to a senior care community. And the first thing that might trigger that conversation would be concerns about safety-related issues in your home, uh, but a very close number two, and I would call this a very close number two, is when the caregiver's health begins to decline. Wow, how many times have I seen this? And by health, there are different types of health. So this gets a little more involved. So you have your mental health, your emotional health, your spiritual health, and, of course, your physical health. And uh, so you know, lots of different examples of that. But you know, stress is just such a very powerful force. I'll never forget, and this has been several years ago, but I, 
I, I, I received a call from a, a gentleman, Korean War veteran, proud of his country, proud of his service, loved his wife. He had cared for her, and uh, when, when she had a stroke years before then, she had another stroke. and She was much worse off this time, and he, and he was providing her care, and, and he was quite a character, too. Uh, but um, he, he called me up and, and said, Steve... And, and he was a character. We had, a, we had a good conversation and everything, but, but then he got kind of quiet and he said, Steve, I, I, I'm going to need your services to find, uh, find a, a, a care, a care community. She needed that nursing home long-term care level, uh, because she needed a lot of help with her uh, activities of daily living and so forth. Uh, and it was just more than he could, he could provide at this point. He said, I'm going to need your help to find a, find a nursing home for my wife. Uh, and then, uh, and then I'm out of here. And I said, Oh, okay. Well, where are you going? Because I, I thought he meant, you know, maybe take a vacation or something, kind of get a break, clear his head. And, and he, he said, Steve, I, I need your help to find a nursing home for my wife. And then, and it was the way he said it, I'm out of here. And I realized what he was saying, and the chill just went down my spine. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Uh, this man is in big, big, big trouble here. Uh, clearly, his mental and emotional health uh, way past shot. <laughs> and he was, I mean, he was tired in all ways that you can be tired and, and beyond tired uh, to the point where he just didn't want to be here anymore. And when I realized that, I said, okay, sir, I, I, I appreciate it. I, I do appreciate it. Um let me let me shine some light on this and tell you how I can help you. And I explained how I can walk him through this process very quickly uh, and help him find a great place that they can take care of his wife. And I said, then what's going to happen then is your shift, your stress is going to shift a little bit, and the stress is now going to be okay. Now, do I do I believe that these folks are doing a good job? And so you're going to be watching the care that is provided. And once you see that she's receiving great care, then you can start to relax a little bit and slowly, you know, start to uh, become her husband again, not her caregiver. And if you give the staff a chance to do a great job and show you what a great job they can do, uh, you're going to you're going to feel you have this mountain of stress on your shoulders and it's crushing you. It's literally crushing you. Uh, I think you're going to start to feel that just, just kind of just melt away very, very quickly. And I'll bet you change your mind and your outlook on this whole situation. Right now, it's hard for you to see because of the stress of being a caregiver. And he goes, well, really? I mean, you know, I mean, could this happen pretty quickly? And I could start to hear some hope in his voice. And uh, I think he could see the light at the end of that tunnel, so to speak. And uh, and he said, well, how about stopping by next week? And I said, how about tomorrow morning? And he said, oh, yeah, that'd be great. And I met with him. I met his wife. She was just super nice. She was wonderful. Uh, he was wonderful. I helped him through their situation very quickly. And uh, and that story has a happy ending. But uh, that's, uh, that stress is such a powerful force. I've literally heard many times of the caregivers passing away before the person they're caring for because you put them first, you put all of your needs 
on the back burner. You skip your doctor's appointments and your dentist appointments and you, and you don't go in for your eye exam. Uh, you get no sleep. <laughs> your sleep is interrupted and you're sleep deprived. And, uh, and I'll tell you what, your, your own health can go south real fast. And you cannot allow this to happen. This is counterproductive. The people who pass away before the person that they, that they're caring for, you're, they're defeating the purpose. Uh, because now they're not here to watch over this person that they love so much. So, you know, when, when we get on the, you know, the, the jet and it's, it's taxiing to the runway and they're giving all the instructions on the exits and everything, what do they always say? In case of turbulence, if your oxygen mask falls from the compartment above you, what do they always say? Put your mask on first and then you can help Others around you put their mask on. So you have to take, it's a great analogy. I use it all the time. You have to take care of yourself so that you can care for others. So, uh, when this, when the caregiver's health begins to decline, that should definitely trigger the conversation. And if you're the adult children, seeing one of your parents declining quickly, trying to care for the other one, you, you don't let that go on too long. Seriously, you need to, you need to step in. Uh, and, uh, and, and try to talk about that and see if you can make some arrangements there. Number three, when the cost of in-home care becomes too expensive. So I'm a huge, huge, huge fan of home care services. I think they're fantastic. They can extend your stay uh, at your own home and help you remain independent in your own home just indefinitely. Uh, even with you know a few hours a week, if uh, maybe a few hours, three days a week, uh, maybe ten hours a day, whatever, twenty four hours a day, whatever it is, uh, they can definitely help you stay at home. But if the if the need rises to that twenty four hour a day level, it's really really expensive, and sometimes it may not be affordable. It could be it could just be a a financially driven decision that should trigger that conversation of considering moving from your home to a senior care community. The last but not least. When the care that you're providing is just not enough, why not consider changing your role? You would change your role from being the caregiver, the hands-on care provider, to the care manager or maybe the care advocate, meaning find a great place and then move your loved one to this place, the senior care community. Let them do the heavy lifting figuratively and literally. Let them deal with the shower the shower time stress, the mealtime stress, uh, all of those sort of things, and you and, and they're providing the caregiving. So now you can then change back to your more traditional role as the loving spouse, the loving son, the loving daughter. In my case, the loving grandson, and uh, and and uh, and just make sh- manage the care and make sure your loved one is receiving uh, everything that they need to receive uh, to live a quality life. If you're interested in placement services from Senior Care Consulting, I would invite you to give me a call at 913-945-2800. And uh, we offer a free consultation. We can definitely walk through uh, our process and how we can help you find the right senior care community for your exact needs. All right. Wow, I still can't believe how fast these hours go. Uh, It's just, again, it's my honor and privilege to be with you each and every week. I'm your host, Steve Keeker, and I wish you grace and peace. May God bless you and your family on this day and always. I'll see you next week 
right here on Senior Care Live. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. T Mobile.com.